Again, welcome back to Empower Your English Listening Skills. So, we don't know when you're listening, but when we're talking, it's fall now. Finally, the weather is cooler.、Mm. Not cold, just cooler. So, yes, and the days are getting shorter. Everything feels like fall.、Mm. And so we've been having fall food. <laughs> yes, I think our main food hasn't changed so much,、mm. but some of our desserts and things have changed. Like, what did you make? Recently, that we enjoyed for fall. はい。Maple syrup on. It was so good. It was good with ice cream. It's good without ice cream. It's very good. But it is, it does feel very fall. Yes. Now,、um, for Thanksgiving, we often have pumpkin pie. I think. In America, many people also have pecan pie,、mm. which is very good too. But、uh, I think we always had pumpkin pie. Yes, it's a, it's a kind of nuts from the southern part.、Mm. Uh, yes, and now、uh, we already had Canadian Thanksgiving, but. This year we didn't get a turkey or anything. We just, <laughs> our only part of it was the pumpkin pie. Yes, now Thanksgiving,、uh, if you don't know, in、uh, America, Thanksgiving is in. November. November. はい。
there's a good reason Canada's is earlier because in November it's already snow and cold <laughs> so it's better our harvest must be finished by September in Canada mm. uh, and so our uh, harvest festival our Thanksgiving in um, gratefulness for all that we have received makes more sense in October <laughs> so <laughs> but anyways there uh, it's very clear the kinds of food and especially the kinds of sweets we eat in in fall I wonder in different countries there's people listening from several countries mm-hmm. I wonder if it's the same do you have big changes with the seasons I wonder I think in Um, Harry Potter, the seasons are very important too. So, Harry Potter is Christmas. Yes, we're entering in the story, we're entering Christmas holiday. Now, you might have noticed、um, they start decorating a lot long time before Christmas.、Um, I think in, in Japan. It used to be not so long before. So, yeah. But now it's also long before. The biggest difference you see in Japan is all of the illumination lights in downtown places. Yes, because if anything about Christmas in, in Japan, it's the many, many amazing lights. That are all over. So, that's why I'm in shopping. Shopping centers <laughs> and downtown places, and really amazing amounts of lights.、Mm. So, um, so, but it somehow feels still. Too early for Christmas.、Mm. It seems that we first need Halloween. So, I think it's Halloween. Yes.、Mm. Anyways, it's Christmas beginning. And so the students have all gone away.、Mm. Hermione also had to go home.、Mm. But Harry and Uh, Ron and his brothers are staying、um, for very different reasons.、Mm-hmm. Ron and his brothers are staying because their family is doing a visit in Romania、mm-hmm. to the oldest brother. But Harry is staying because he doesn't want to go back to the Dursleys. <laughs> so that's what's going to happen next is Christmas holiday. In Hogwarts.、Mm. Let's keep reading. Once the holidays had started, Ron and Harry were having too good a time to think much about Flamel. Remember, Flamel is the person they're trying to find out who is he. They have to do lots of research, but they're having too much fun. <laughs> <Okay> . <laughs> They had the dormitory to themselves, and the common room was far emptier than usual, so they were able to get the good armchairs by the fire. 
They sat by the hour eating anything they could spare on a toasting fork. Bread, English muffins, marshmallows, and plotting ways of getting Malfoy expelled, which were fun to talk about, even if they wouldn't work. (laughs) Ron also started teaching Harry wizard chess. This was exactly like muggle chess, except that the figures were alive, which made it a lot like directing troops in battle. Ron's set was very old and battered. Like everything else he owned, it had once belonged to someone else in his family, in this case his grandfather. However, old chessmen weren't a drawback at all. Ron knew them so well that he never had trouble getting them to do what he wanted. Harry played with chessmen Seamus Finnegan had lent him, and they didn't trust him at all. He wasn't a very good player yet, and they kept shouting different bits of advice at him, which was confusing. Don't send me there, can't you see his knight? Send him! We can afford to lose him. <laughs> so they want to get rid of each other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On Christmas Eve, Harry went to bed looking forward to the next day for the food and the fun, but not expecting any presents at all. When he woke up early in the morning, however, the first thing he saw was a small pile of packages at the foot of his bed. I think this is more of a British custom to have your presence there in your bedroom. I might be wrong, but I think so. Oh, really? Japan follows British custom. In America and Canada, we usually put all the presents under the tree, and so you have to go running to the tree to open your presents. Merry Christmas, said Ron sleepily as Harry scrambled out of bed and pulled on his bathrobe. You too, said Harry. Will you look at this? I've got some presents. What did you expect? Turn turnips? said Ron, <laughs> turning to his own pile, which was a lot bigger than Harry's. Actually, probably turnips would have been a nice present for Harry in his past. <laughs> Harry picked up the top parcel. It was wrapped in thick brown paper, and scrawled across it was to Harry from Hagrid. Inside was a roughly cut wooden flute. Hagrid had obviously whittled it himself. To whittle is when you use a small knife to shape a wood. So Hagrid had used his, a knife to shape a wooden flute for Harry. Like, yeah, like, like that, but a wooden flute... Probably you blow in front of you, but you might blow it uh, much like a, um, a flute in an orchestra. I don't know. That's a good question. Harry blew it. It sounded a bit like an owl. <laughs> a second, very small parcel 
contained a note. We received your message and enclose your Christmas present from Uncle Vernon and Aunt Petunia. Taped to the note was a 50, p- 50 pence piece. So 50 pence, that would be like 50 yen or 50 cents in American money. So... 50, yes. That's friendly, said Harry. <laughs> yes. Ron was fascinated by the 50 pence. Weird, he said. What a shape. This is money. You can keep it, said Harry, laughing at how pleased Ron was. Hagrid and my aunt and uncle. So who sent these? I think I know who that one's from, said Ron, turning a bit pink and pointing to a very lumpy parcel. My mom. I told her you didn't expect any presents and... Oh no, he groaned. She's made you a Weasley sweater. (laughs) In the British version of this book, it says a Weasley jumper. Uh, yes, and uh, in I think in England a jumper is what we call in North America a sweater. Mm-hmm. What do you call it in Japan? Seita. Seita. Oh. From the word sweater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Harry had torn open the parcel to find a thick hand knitted sweater in emerald green and a large box of homemade fudge. Oh, oh that sounds good. <laughs> Every year she makes us a sweater, said Ron, unwrapping his own, and mine's always maroon. <laughs> maroon is kind of a red, mm. purple kind of color, maybe. <laughs> yes. Maybe the reason he thinks it's funny is because that color might not go so good with red hair. I don't know. (laughs) That's really nice of her, said Harry, trying the fudge, which was very tasty. His next present also contained candy, a large box of chocolate frogs from Hermione. Mm. This only left one parcel. Harry picked it up and felt it. It was very light. He unwrapped it. Something fluid and silvery gray went slithering to the floor where it lay in gleaming folds. Ron gasped. I've heard of those, he said in a hushed voice, dropping the box of every flavor beans he'd gotten from Hermione. If that's what I think it is, they're really rare and really valuable. What is it? Harry picked the shining silvery cloth off the floor. It was strange to the touch, like water woven into material. It's an invisibility cloak, said Ron. So maybe some of you don't know the word invisible. Mm -hmm. Visible means you can see. Invisible means you cannot see. Mm -hmm. It's an invisibility cloak, said Ron, a look of awe on his face. I'm sure it is. Try it on. Harry threw the cloak around his shoulders 
and Ron gave a yell. It is! Look down! Harry looked down at his feet, but they were gone. He dashed to the mirror. Sure enough, his reflection looked back at him, just his head suspended in midair, <laughs> his body completely invisible. He pulled the cloak over his head, and his reflection vanished completely. Mm. There's a note, Ron said suddenly. A note fell out of it. Harry pulled off the cloak and seized the letter. Written in narrow, loopy writing he had never seen before were the following words. Your father left this in my possession before he died. It is time it was returned to you. Use it well. A very Merry Christmas to you. There was no signature. Harry stared at the note. Ron was admiring the cloak. I'd give anything for one of those, he said. Anything. What's the matter? Nothing, said Harry. He felt very strange. Who had sent the cloak? Had it really once belonged to his father? Before he could say or think anything else, the dormitory door was flung open and Fred and George Weasley bounded in. Harry stuffed the cloak quickly out of sight. He didn't feel like sharing it with anyone else. Merry Christmas! Hey, look, Harry's got a Weasley sweater, too. (laughs) Fred and George were wearing blue sweaters, one with a large F on it and the other a G. (laughs) Harry's is better than ours, though, said Fred, holding up Harry's sweater. She obviously makes more of an effort if you're not family. (laughs) Why aren't you wearing yours, Ron? George demanded. Come on, get it on. They're lovely and warm. I hate maroon, Ron moaned half-heartedly as it pulled it over his head. You haven't got a letter on yours, George observed. I suppose she thinks you don't forget your name. But we're not stupid. We know we're called Gred and Forge. (laughs) (laughs) Fred and George. What's all this noise? Percy Weasley stuck his head through the door, looking disapproving. He had clearly gotten half through unwrapping, halfway through unwrapping his presents as he too carried a lumpy sweater over his arm, which Fred seized. P for prefect. Get it on, Percy. Come on. We're all wearing ours. Even Harry got one. I don't want, said Percy, thickly, as the twins forced the sweater over his head, knocking his glasses askew. (laughs) Askew means when something is knocked to the side. Ah. And you're not sitting with the prefects today, either, said George. Christmas is a time for family. They frog-marched Percy from the room. I don't really know what frog march is, <laughs> but my impression is they grabbed both sides of him and made him march outside, mm. his arms pinned to his side by his sweater. 
Oh, so they put the sweater on him, <laughs> but they didn't put his arms in the sleeve, so he can't move his arms. <laughs> okay. Harry had never in a, all his life had such a Christmas dinner. A hundred fat roast turkeys, mountains of roast and boiled potatoes, platters of chipolatas. I don't know what chipolatas is. I think that's Mexican. Mm. Terrines, that's a big uh, dish. Terrines of butter peas, silver boats of thick, rich gravy and cranberry sauce, mm. and stacks of wizard crackers every few feet along the table. All of that sounds so familiar. I love that oh, kind of feast. Now, the one thing, the crackers in English, when we say crackers, we think of uh, a biscuit that you eat. Mm. But here, crackers are closer to the word firecrackers. Oh. And it's a British custom to do firecrackers at Christmas dinner. And you hold it on each end and squeeze the paper. And when you pull the paper makes a bang and then inside there's usually a treat yes yes it's, it's like a little tube and then a wrapping at the end okay okay that's a I think that's a British custom these Fantastic party favors, that's another word for the crackers, mm. were nothing like the feeble muggle ones the Dursleys usually bought with their little plastic toys and their flimsy paper hats inside. Mm. Harry pulled a wizard cracker with Fred. So two people have to do it mm. to make it work. And it didn't just bang. It went off with a blast like a cannon and <laughs> engulfed them all in a cloud of blue smoke while from the inside exploded a rear admiral's hat and several live white mice. <laughs> so the ad, a rear admiral's hat is one of those triangle-shaped uh, hats. No, no. The big, big hat that they wear... It looks really funny.、Mm. Okay, so there's a big hat and three mice. Okay. <laughs> Up at the high table, Dumbledore had swapped his pointed wizard's hat for a flowered bonnet and <laughs> was chuckling merrily at a joke Professor Flitwick had just read him. Flaming Christmas puddings followed the turkey. This is also a British custom、mm. that I like. And the pudding is、um, fruit cake. Fruit cake、mm. But it's shaped in a kind of a ball, and you pour brandy over it and set it on fire.、Mm. And it also、He'll、tastes so、mm. good.、Mm. It's、uh, really fun to put it on fire,、mm. too. Okay, flaming Christmas puddings followed the turkey. Percy nearly broke his teeth on a silver sickle embedded in his slice. 
Oh, that's a British custom. They put money. Ah. One piece of money in the pudding, and the lucky person gets it. Mm. Harry watched Hagrid getting redder and redder in the face as he called for more wine, finally kissing Professor McGonagall on the cheek, who, to Harry's amazement, giggled and blushed, her top half lopsided. (laughs) When Harry finally left the table, he was laden down with a stack of things out of the crackers. So to be laden down is to have a big load mm. of many things. And the, uh, that tense is laden down with a stack of things out of the crackers, including a pack of non-explodable luminous balloons. A grow-your-own-warts kit... I don't know why you would use that. And his own new wizard chest set. The white mice had disappeared and Harry had a nasty feeling they were going to end up as Mrs. Norris's Christmas dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Mrs. Norris, do you remember that's the cat? Harry and the Weasleys spent a happy afternoon having a furious snowball fight on the grounds. That's a bit like when I was a boy in my Christmas. Uh, We would often in the afternoon go sledding Mm. uh, and play in the snow a lot. It was really fun. Um, Let's see. Then... Cold, wet, and gasping for breath, they returned to the fire in the Gryffindor common room where Harry broke in his new chess set by losing spectacularly to Ron. He suspected he wouldn't have lost so badly if Percy hadn't tried to help him so much. Mm. After a meal of turkey sandwiches, crumpets, trifle, and Christmas cake, Everyone felt too full and sleepy to do much before bed, except sit and watch Percy chase Fred and George all over Gryffindor Tower because they'd stolen his prefect badge. By the way, one of the things they ate is trifle, and that is a big English dessert. Mm. And it has many layers of cake, cream, Uh, uh, fruit and Mm. it's really amazing Mm. the funny thing is um, in English you would say just a trifle means something small (laughs) but actually a real trifle is very big dessert okay so they ate so much and they were so tired it had been Harry's best Christmas day ever Yet something had been nagging at the back of his mind all day. So that's like the feeling that you have something you know you should remember. Mm. Not until he climbed into bed was he free to think about it. The invisibility cloak and whoever had sent it. Ron, full of turkey and cake and with nothing mysterious to bother him, fell asleep almost as soon as he'd drawn the 
curtains of his four-poster bed. Harry leaned over the side of his own bed and pulled the cloak out from under it. Mm. His father's. This had been his father's. He let the material flow over his hands, smoother than silk, light as air. Use it well, the note had said. He had to try it now. He slipped out of the bed and wrapped the cloak around himself. Looking down at his legs, he saw only moonlight and shadows. It was a very funny feeling. Use it well. Hmm. I think we're going to stop there. Mm. So after the, at the end of the wonderful Christmas day, <laughs> Harry has that surprising cloak, the invisibility cloak. I wonder how he's going to use mm. it. We'll find out next time, okay? <laughs> Yes, that's right. So now I hope you're not too hungry. I am. I want to eat Christmas dinner. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Yeah, see you next time. Goodbye. Bye bye.